0: the perception of nutrition's role in high-performance sports change over the years? And where do you see it that is
1: heading heading in the future? Ooh, um, well, it, it, yeah, that, that's one of the things that I really like about this field is that it, it's still evolving a lot. Um, I think, well, again, I take cycling as an example, um, but I think over there, well, let's say even less than 10 years ago, um it was almost let's say a challenge to eat as little as possible for the riders Uh, there was not really any nutrition support at that time Uh, and most riders were just copying what let's say the the older riders or the the best riders did Um, so yeah that was often eating really not not enough Um, but there are also i know stories that uh, for example with when the the leader of the team went for a dessert in a hotel, then suddenly all the other riders went for the same dessert as well. Uh, But but that was really how it worked. Um, So yeah, riders were really starving themselves, consuming not enough energy, avoiding carbohydrates. Uh, That was really one of the big things at that time uh, with the belief to make your body uh, more efficient in burning fats um but what they forgot at that time was that yeah what i said carbohydrates were are our, our, our king um especially when it comes to more high intensity um efforts and and I, well, i'm sure that every stage in every race is decided by high, high intensity effort, no matter if it's a sprint or a climb or whatever no one ever won a race by just riding at low intensity uh um, So at that time, yeah, the guys were just unable to to push those high-intensity efforts. And I think about, yeah, five, six years ago, uh, more and more teams um, started to work with qualified nutritionists. uh, And slowly this this idea changed, um, where nowadays it's really almost a challenge between the riders who can consume the most carbohydrates on a day or on the bike. Uh, so that's really on on well less than ten years went from let's say from black to completely white and what emergent trends do you, in nutrition science do you find particularly exciting for the future Ooh, uh well there there are a lot i mean the the field of of personalized nutrition i believe is still very unexplored uh, um uh and, and yeah. By doing it uh, we gain more and more experiences but i I think also from a you know scientific point of view we can still learn a lot from this um and on top of that i mean we we continuously learn more about the human body for example there's uh, a lot of information coming from uh, the gut microbiome uh, which is different for everyone uh, and, and which can play a big role for example in digestion or absorption of nutrients, uh, but we know it can also play a, a role in, in muscle metabolism or even uh, as a, a relation with your brain. Uh, and I mean, that those fields, I'm, I'm not an expert in it, and I think there are still a lot unknown as well, but those are just a few uh, yeah, nutrition-related topics that I think will evolve in the upcoming years. You, you nowadays also see some companies trying to, to sell DNAs based uh, nutrition products or sports nutrition products well at this point uh, unfortunately it's not possible to do this um but i think well maybe within 10 years we can we can do much more with this and if
0: instead of looking to science we look to technology like in the case that could be apps or even artificial intelligence that nowadays is such a hot topic what role does this play in more performance nutrition and how have you seen it evolving uh, among the years
1: yeah well that's that's a very complex role that it can play um because well i think at least speaking for myself i love technology and i love to see a fancy app showing well all kind of graphs and and fancy data that are live happening in my body um the problem sometimes is that, that Professional athletes like that even more, and they get really focused just on, on one specific number. Um, the question that we always have to ask ourselves is well, first of all, what does the, this number tell us? Um, is this number accurate? And, and I mean, when you ask yourself those questions, unfortunately, it turns out that many wearables uh, we have, we all have the, the Garmin watches, uh, but there are also more biosensors, for example, popping up that, that can measure, I don't know, blood, glu- blood glucose or lactate or electrolytes in your sweat and things like this. Um, and I think it's it's a great development. And I'm, I'm very happy that that more and more uh, companies are working on this. Uh, but at the same time, I'm still very skeptical about their uh, accuracy at this point. Um, that doesn't mean that we don't use it because we, as I said, we want to stay innovative and we want to stay ahead of our competitors um, but you have to be very careful with interpreting interpreting the results and and with yeah using the results to maybe change your nutrition strategy, for example um so well, i I'm hundred percent sure that this will also continue to to develop and to improve and and yeah, I'm sure within a few years we will all use more of these sensors that will help us to, to personalize our nutrition even more. And uh, What is the more common misconception about performance nutrition that you like to debunk? Um, well, I think that the what I see from many amateur athletes is that they often forget about their, their basic nut- nutritional intake. Uh, so that's really the, the thing that in the team we are focusing on a lot. Yeah, so that just the normal foods that we all eat every day, um, but that yeah, many amateur athletes are like, yeah, that's fine for me. I know what I should eat. Uh, please tell me which specific, I don't know, recovery pills or or uh, energy drink or whatever I need to to perform even better. Um, and I think that's well uh, by far the most common uh, mistake made by by amateurs that they just forget about the basics. That the basics in the end are uh, yeah responsible for let's say ninety five or even more percent of your performance gains.
0: Look, look into the social media. Normally, you can find there some sort of uh, guru athletes, you know, people that that normally they like to show how rich they are, and if you want to be like me, follow what I do. Have you ever seen any of these making comments about nutrition that you believe are imprecise or at least or even dangerous uh, to people that is just starting to just want to have a better body or that they, they want to do uh, become athletes?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think that that happens more and more by, by all kinds of, of different influencers. and And I mean, some of them have a background as an athlete. Some of them... Uh, yeah D- don't know anything about about sports but still pretend like they do um i think that that's yeah that's a very tricky um uh development and for that reason i mean in the team that i work in with we are in the lucky situation that all of our riders are, are well, well surrounded by by real experts and, and when they see such things they come to me and they say okay yeah i read this or i heard that is this true um so you know speaking for myself and my athletes i don't see it as a too big of a problem but for the general public i believe it's yeah it's uh can be very very tricky yeah absolutely yeah.